I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is one of our .5 episodes, The Good Doctor, Trigger Warning, Gaslighting, Abusive Behavior, Cannibalism. The story picks up soon after B collected Maxwell's blade after it was knocked from his hands, and she fled deep into the spiral hive of Cripple Creek. B, you find yourself running through your home, the fleshy floor and walls seeming to solidify, breathing heavily as you carry your father in your arms. He's silent as if terrified. It's okay, Dad. It's okay. I promise we'll get out of this. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You keep moving through before you're greeted by an overly white light overhead as you hear the hums of the fluorescent lights. You're in a stale, clean room with oddly comforting posters that say, keep calm, relaxation is the best medicine. Could I get a willpower roll difficulty eight, please? Oh my gosh, I succeeded. So you lose three points of rage as you just feel the fury getting torn out of you every time you read one of these posters. You see a woman, her face nondescript, almost as if she has no features at all. The blank smooth skin looking at you with perfectly cut hair in the almost stereotypical gown going, Bick Young? Um, present. Oh, Bick Young, the doctor will see you now. The doctor? The doctor, as the nurse gets up and opens the door into another very long hallway. Come on, dearie. Okay. Am I going crazy or has everything just like changed? You see the okay. kind of smooth skin on the nurse curl up as if there was a smile underneath the flap of skin that was her entire face. Okay, don't, that way? That way. This way, this way. As you start walking that way, carrying your father, you hear kind of a groan from him, just this soft moan. You okay, Dad? The door opens as you see a man fairly nondescript, slightly overweight, a well-trimmed beard, dusty, sandy hair of about average height. Uh, Bick Young, that correct? Yeah. I'm the doctor. Your father sent you to see me. It's it's such a pleasure to meet you. Uh, he said your preferred name was B, but I wanted to check with you first to make sure that was correct. Um, I don't remember having a doctor's appointment. If these th- sort of things slip our mind all the time, come on in, B, please. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm B. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you can call me that. Excellent. Come on in. As you walk into the sterilized room, it's uncomfortably clean with little squeaks under every step. Oh, I see you brought your father. Could you rest him right here on the the chair? I can get to him next. Uh, yeah. yeah. And she'll like very gingerly like blade side up, put him on the chair. Like you good, dad? Okay, cool, 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 cool. 
So, is this like a physical or what's have, going on? <laughs> I have many disciplines, uh, but in this case, it's a bit of therapy. Your father saw how much stress you're under with, well, getting a new job, moving to a new place, and from my understanding, you both recently got evicted. Yeah, yeah, things have been pretty tough ever are we, are we still in Colorado? Yeah, of course. Okay. Because I, re I remember leaving, but not really leaving. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, th things have been pretty pretty hard. Uh, you know, my friends are all gone with the wind. <laughs> Duh. It's not, it's not been good. Ah, oh, well, B, there's, I guess then... Is that because, well, is it because your love is toxic? Is, is it because you hurt the ones you love? Toxic? I wouldn't really say it, it's toxic. I mean, I just, you know, I want things to be good. Hmm. I want things to be good. And, like, if wanting nice things for my friends and my family is toxic, then yeah, sure, totally, I'm toxic. Sure, sure. As he looks at you and there's kind of a gleam in his eye, as you hear, you slowly remember something you forgot as he goes, is that why you abandoned them? Thinking that you're going to save them? And they were saved, but can you be sure that you walking down the path you did now is what saved them? As you remember yourself in the blight, telling them that it was that you were sent on a suicide mission. As the doctor continues, it wasn't that much of a suicide mission, was it? Were you just looking for an excuse to abandon them? What? No. No, 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 no. You have it all wrong. Okay, it was a suicide mission. We, they, we, we were going to get fucking destroyed by this thing, okay? And I did what I did because I thought it would buy time for them to get away. And how much time did you really buy? As there's this bloody scene of Fury's song, her body mangled from the silver collar ripping through her throat as you try to hurt her. You feel, once again, the sticky blood in your fingers, the claw that ripped out one of your eyes, and you feel the warmth leaving her flesh. Yeah. That was a different situation. Is it because you okay. loved her? I mean, maybe. No, no. I was, I was, I was trying to save Cora and mm. Kyle. I see. Everything I've done, I've done to save them. And they don't appreciate it, but that's whatever. Okay. Would you say that your love hurt them? You seem to hurt a lot of people they care about. I mean, do they? Do they really care? She was like, nobody. What is it like to leech the happiness from those you love? Does it taste good? Is it sweet upon your lips, B? It, that's, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, they don't get it. No, I suppose they don't. Uh, let's see, as you see him flip a page, and there's another flash in your mind, as... The countless kinfolk you abused, you cannibalized, you 
smacked around, you used for your own carnal pleasures. The slamming, the breaking, the telling them your story while eating their legs, thinking that it was just another pot roast while your dad shivered in the corner watching. It just slams back into you with pure clarity. How did you like your new home? Did it make you feel powerful? I, 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 uh, what's, okay, hold up. What's fucking happening, okay? We're just talking about your past, B. If the past is painful, then perhaps you should look inward as to why. No, no. All those things were wrong. That's not, that's, that, that's, that's not how I remember things. That's- You, you, so, shh, shh, it's okay, it's okay, as he grabs a glass of water and hands it to you. There, 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 there. You wanted to be normal. That's okay. Lots of girls your age wanted to be. And you crafted normalcy out of the abnormal. But you wanted something else. Deep down, you know you wanted it. You wanted to be better than people, and you wanted them to know it. And you were finally the wolf among sheep, weren't you, B? I mean, yeah. If if everyone's just gonna, you know, go around believing a bunch of lies and and ignoring truth seekers, because that's what I am. I'm a truth seeker, and it, it's... It's, it's really hard. You stained your soul, V. That's okay. But you started to hit on something. Something I really wanted to talk to you about. Something that I think helped you, well, excuse the, the language, B, but it helped you spiral out of control. You tried to, you tried to change the world without making sure that you're, you were in order. You saw a corrupt and broken world, but you didn't see that you messied your own life, frayed your own connections to your father, didn't keep your own life in order. How are you going to order the world, B, if you can't keep yourself in order? No, no, my, my dad was, my dad is right. As there's a sword just sitting in the chair. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Are you... Are you fucking with me right now? No. No, I'm trying to get you to confront the realities of this world. And you I... need to first confront the realities within yourself. That you have sp allowed yourself to spiral out of control, leave a mess in your life, and try and fill it with some sort of crusade... And then when the crusade failed because you couldn't keep up with others, you made it about you. You made it about trying to be a normal girl. And while doing that, you inflicted your own twisted sense of normalcy on others. No, no. It, you know, I would, I would have never been in that situation if Kyle... Quarter, just fucking listen to me. Why are you blaming others for decisions you made? Did they help you with the bloating of your father? As there's an image of your dad as he's this twisted thing, utters 
leaking out of his body, medicine Fomori feeding on it for sustenance as he moans to you as you tell him about your day and how your good old uncle helped you through things and his co-worker Maxwell brought you home. Did they make you do that, B? They made me make decisions to protect them that led up to that stuff. No, they were not directly responsible, but I I wasn't I wasn't Just... I wasn't in my right mind. I was I was sick. You were holding your heart out to the world, and that's B B Shh It's okay. You felt an urge, an echo of what Maxwell wanted. You felt it, didn't you? As you remember yourself driving the blade into your father's heart as he screams, begging for his life, as the blade becomes tarnished, twisted, the spirit within screaming, as the corruption leaks into the blade and twists it into its own new bane form before Maxwell snatches the blade from you. You wanted that blade, didn't you, B? I mean, yeah, because I was powerless. I was fucking powerless. It doesn't feel good to be powerless, does it? No, that blade. What does the blade represent to you, B? Power. Was it worth love? I don't... I don't know. Was it worth the love of your father? Was it the worth the love of your friends? Come now, B. B, B, B. The time of indecision is over. I don't know! The time for indecision is over. They hate you. You know they hate you. Because at the end of the day, that love was only there for how much you could give them. Your father loved you for a legacy that you were never going to accomplish. Your friends loved you for the ability to advance a cause that at the end of the day, you didn't really believe in. Did everything I could for them. B, love is just a word we use to justify why we don't live our own lives. And compassion is just a word we use for disagreeing with what fate bestows upon the prey. What does that even mean? It means you shackled yourself to lesser beings. Don't cry. The crying is an act. Think about it, B. As you remember yourself back in the labyrinth for your rite of passage to the black spiral dancers as the image of your father says you have to go through me and you shifted into krinos and ripped him apart knowingly the tears were an act they're an act now you can be free here you don't have to act you're smarter than this you've seen you've seen that compassion is worthless if you are yourself not dangerous and powerful, and you have given up your power to others, and thus you've given your tears no weight. Sorry, just crying is sort of like totally normal reaction to like figuring out how shitty of a person you are, you know? Why are you a shitty person? Why aren't you just realizing it now, B? Come on, think. 
Think about the rules of the world. Even your Garu have their, their laws that echo this fundamental truth. I, I, I guess nobody really liked me anyway. I, I fell, and that was it. Why do you need them to like you? What's the point? Think about the fundamental truth. Like, like feels like high school over again. It's like being in gym class, you know, and you know, the athletes—they're just gonna pick all the other athletes, and like nobody wants to pick you because they're winners, and you're not. Good, you—you're starting to get it. But to expound on your analogy, how many of those sports kids? really become successful. It's the ones who can think. You said it yourself. You're a thinker. Why don't you think about this new life? How it should be. Liberating. B, why do you shackle yourself with love and compassion? The wolf doesn't cry about the deer it eats. You shouldn't be afraid to crush the poor underfoot. Drain them, fuck them. They're lower in the hierarchy. The hierarchy. Your goal is to get to the top, isn't it? Isn't that what you thought love and compassion would get you? You were just using the wrong tools. That's okay. Lots of people are taught the wrong tools. Okay, fine then. If I'm not supposed to use love and compassion, I just, what? Do whatever the fuck I want and fuck everyone else? Why not? You can turn into a great beast, can't you? You can outsmart most people. You can steal things, and they won't know they went missing. Why are you afraid of happiness? If you want to be compassionate, sure, you can be. But the lower you are in the hierarchy, the more worthless your compassion is. And right now, you've decided to just fucking sniff shit in dirt. For no good goddamn reason, B. Yeah, you're right. Is don't know how. I've, I've, I've always been a loser. I don't know how to be a winner. Don't you want to find out? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of being a loser. Maybe. Yeah. Good. Hey, that is fine. Climb up the hierarchy. Find your place in it. You don't have to be less than. Humans, you don't have to be a wolf groveling before the feet of sheep, like your friends. They were always afraid to challenge authority. Yeah, see? Exactly. That authority was good, though. That hierarchy gave them structure. They were just too damn foolish to get to the top. They were okay with being the bricks, the foundation. You've got higher tastes. You want to be the walls. You want to be, you want to be the roof, don't you? I this want to is be the capstone. You know, <laughs> it is always good to have ambition. Now, I need you to know something, B. Yeah. You're one person, and there is a very good chance that your former friends will kill you, whether you apologize or not. And that's not something you can truly apologize for. Nor do you really want to. We both know it. Not really. really. They, they should be apologizing to me for treating me like shit. But they won't. They see you as the foundation. I'm gonna step on. 
something to be just a little higher higher on the hierarchy of life. But here's the thing. They might come for you, and they might kill you. But you know what? Before that day comes, whether that's tomorrow, whether it's 10 years from now, whether it's when the sun goes out and this whole place burns out, you know what you can do, B? You can hurt them. You can hurt everything about them. You can hurt their families. You can find their friends. You can hurt them. And because there's something on your mind, something I can't pull away, I can't excavate, a kind of forgetfulness, as you remember having a ton of adventures with your packs, but you can't remember where Sacred Stone is. It will not come to you. You don't know where in Colorado it is, where it is in re relation to Colorado Springs or anything. It's just gone from your mind. Your friend Cora made a deal to make sure that certain thoughts were locked away for good, but she made a really foolish deal for how hot-headed hot she is. If she kills you with hatred in her heart, that thing will know where Sacred Stone is. And that thing will eat it. So, you get to make Korra make the hardest decision in the world if you get her to hate you enough. The hardest decision. You or her home. And if you get her really mad enough, she might forget. And then she can cry in the ruins of the home she abandoned you for. That sound nice? It'd serve her right. Exactly. Even in death, you'd show her you're better than her. Yeah, I would. I would. Now, I'm going to need you to come back here at least once a month to kind of talk things out, okay? Because as you see him hold up a jar and you see this, like, inky, green, sticky version of yourself banging on the inside of a jar, screaming. This is the part I removed from you. The part that tried to hide your true self from the world. The one that made you act like an infant. And these sort of therapy sessions will help keep the glass intact. And if anything happens to me, I can't guarantee that the jar will hold forever. Well, I, um, I definitely, definitely don't want that back. Ever. Ever. You want to know what you're doing, right? When you eat someone, you want them to know it's because you have power over them. Well, yeah. There we go. As you see him give you a little tap on the shoulder. That a girl? Getting it. <sighs> Let me put this up here. As you see jars with a thousand other horrors just screaming behind the curtain before he closes it. How do you keep track of all those? Oh, it's... I just like to deal in them. I, I like to help people. It's why I earned the nickname, The Good Doctor. I, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy helping you. Okay. And because uh. I'm powerful enough, you know my compassion is real. Yeah. They're not platitudes. You'll want that, I think, as he points to the sword. I think you'll want to keep that at hand in case your I, friends come after you. I, I don't really know how to use those. Um, <laughs> I just... I just kind of grabbed it. I understand. Come on, come on, let's let's go. I ha I have something for you. It'll help, okay? It'll steady the nerves and make sure that your fingers 
can grasp that sword and use it effectively. Make you dangerous. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Sure. She'll reach out for it and grab it and turn it around a few times because she's not entirely sure if she's supposed to hold it up or hold it down. Come on. This way. Uh, thanks. As he leads you out of the office and into kind of like a cafeteria area, as you see a nice silver platter with a covering on it, this always helps. It'll get you into the right frame of mind. As he grabs the cover and opens it, as you see Maxwell's human head with the top of the skull cap removed and the brains exposed. Oh, excuse me, one moment. As you see him tap it, draw something with a little bit of the blood as Maxwell's eyes open and shifts into his ape form as he goes, What the hell? B! B, come on! I helped you out! B! The hell is this? B! <laughs> what, is, what a simple creature. You know, Maxwell, you're a really bad uncle. Uncle, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? You pretended to be my uncle, apparently, and uh, you were you were really bad at it, like re- really bad. Re- you're you're a terrible person. Did you know that? Shut be. Get me out of here. Come on. As the doctor goes, you have to eat his brains. It's the only way. As he pulls out a spoon and puts it in front of you. Can I just shift first? That makes it easier. No. You have to show you are the stronger. He is in his beast form, in his most powerful. You are a woman, and you have to... You have dominion over the beasts of the earth and the wheat of the field. You have to dominate nature in the form God gave you, so to speak. It is symbolic. And it is symbolic that you overcome this weak and wretched creature. I could have brought him back, but I saw more potential in you, B. This weak creature who clung to the love of his friends and tried to resurrect them at every turn using science, spiritualism, and whatever. Because he is weak, you are not weak. You take your former friend and feast on him making him bread for your mind and drink for your cruelty so that you can finally crawl into your chrysalis and fly away like the beautiful butterfly you are. Eat, please. It's good for you, too. High in copper. High in many, many nutrients that I feel you're lacking. This is medical advice. Okay, 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 fine. Just... He gives you a little salt. The first bite is foul. It writhes in your mouth as Maxwell screams in agony as your spoon digs in and blood just starts to flow out in a little explosion like a popped zit. The next bite tastes slightly sweeter, the writhing almost becoming a pleasant tickling on the tongue. The third bite even better as it feels euphoric almost pleasant as you eat all the way down the screams stop and maxwell's entire training with the blade has been imparted into your mind as you grab the blade competently make a few practice swings and feel at ease yeah this is nice Vic young 
This will be a beautiful partnership. I look forward to seeing how you grow into your own woman. Thanks. No one's ever really believed in me. Um, I guess I, I better go out there. Sure. Sure. Let me, let me show you a door. It'll take you somewhere safe. Somewhere good. Somewhere, somewhere where you can start on your path. Okay. Thanks. You're, you're a, you're, you're, you're a pretty good doctor.